This is Chelsea Schaefer, and this is season four of The Score. You all have listened to this podcast three quarters of a million times, and we are here in season four to bring you even more of what you love. Hey all you team ropers, it is Caitlin Gustav here with an episode of The Short Score. Today on this episode we have the one and only a roping.com coach, Hunter Cook, on The Short Score with me, talking about his big win with his partner and header, Luke Brown, from the Sheridan Wyo Rodeo in obviously Sheridan, Wyoming. They were 9-2 on two head and that paid $3,836 to each man. Uh, they also dipped into the sec- the first round. They tied for second with a 5-1, and they won the second round with a 4.1. So Hunter is on this episode today talking about pro rodeo, about those runs, about the horsepower he's on, about Luke Brown's horsepower, and about roping.com. He is a coach, and you can learn so much from him. So... Uh, don't forget to subscribe to Roping.com. This episode is brought to you by Roping.com. So anyway, uh, I'm going to let you listen to this episode with Hunter Cook. And you guys, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. Go ahead and t- tell us how you like it. Do you like it? Do you love it? Do you hate it? What do you want to hear from us? Tell us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you listen to podcasts at. Scroll down and give us a rating and review. We do look at those constantly and we love to hear your feedback. So please, please, please share with us what what you want to see what you want to hear from us. Anyway, here's Hunter Cook. Hi, my name is Hunter Cook, and I'm a two-time NFR healer based out of Vernon, Texas. In my series of videos on Roping.com, I cover what it takes to ride with great position and throw fast. Join Roping.com using promo code HUNTER15 today to learn from me, Trevor Brazil, Clay Cooper, Patrick Smith, and more. Visit Roping.com today and use HUNTER15 for 15% off. That's HUNTER15 to get 15% off your membership. Hey, Hunter, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, so I guess you were up in Ogden this morning. Yes, ma'am. How did that go? We were five four. I think we might have been eighth or ninth in the first round, and then uh, drew a runner on the second one, and uh, steered out Anis. So now we're just headed to Nampa. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, you guys had a big weekend last weekend, adding over 8,000 to your earnings. Um, how does that feel right now? Oh, that was that was a good feeling. That was, it came at a good time, and uh, Luke's been heading really good, and we uh, drew two really good steers and just tried to take advantage of them, and uh, ended up going our way. And it was good timing, and I was happy with executed. Yeah, so I guess, you know, up until that point, until Sheridan, how has the season been going for you guys? Um, it's been a little rocky, honestly, uh, which which Luke is Luke is uh, pretty good in the standings because of his uh, second place win at the American. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was I, I was pretty... I mean, I was okay, and then I was kind of felt like I was falling behind. I think I was like 
I was 40th in the world, and then after the 4th of July, I think I was 34th or something. Mm-hmm. So I felt like it was time to start making some moves, and uh, we ended up drawing really good at Sheridan and made two good runs and got to feel like I'm climbing the ladder now. Yeah, I was going to say, you're sitting like 24th right now, and Luke's 8th. Um, so, I mean... Season's not over. Both you and Luke have a little bit of ways to go to make sure Luke stays in there and to get you up and into the top. Kind of, you know, what's the plan for the rest of the season? I'm just going to see how many steers I can catch in a row by two feet. Uh, I don't don't really feel panicked because I'm roping with one of the greatest hitters of all time, and Mm -hmm. I know he's always going to be clutch and do his job and I don't really feel like I I need to panic but I think I just try to focus as hard as I can and just catch every steer that I have the opportunity to catch and let the rest take care of itself and you know it's all it's all part of a part of a plan and just trust the Lord do what I'm supposed to do and do what I work at every day and everything should take care of itself. Definitely. Definitely. And, you know, obviously we got to talk more about Sheridan. Um, you guys tied for second in that first round with the 5-1 and then won the second round with the 4-1 um, and, and obviously won the average with the 9-2 on two head. Um, you know, kind of tell me about that rodeo. Talk, talk to me about those steers and how those runs felt. Yeah, the, the steers were all pretty good. They were, for the most part, you know, medium plus to medium steers. Uh, and... Uh, we knew our first year was pretty good. He'd been to, I can't remember where he, what, what rodeo he was at before Sheridan, but we knew our first year was pretty good. And, uh, made a good run on him, was 5-1. And then uh, the steer we had in the second round, I watched him go in the first round, and I knew he was the best steer in the herd by a long ways. Mm-hmm. So I went up there to the office right before they drew it, and his number, I think his number was 84, and I was listening to him draw it and, listening to him write the numbers down and sure enough when they called out me and Luke's name we had 84 and I knew uh I knew that steer was going to give us a good chance to win a lot of money and he did yeah definitely that must have been like a huge sigh of relief I guess yes yes <laughs> just uh, you know I, was, I wasn't really nervous but I just really wanted uh wanted to ex- execute and do my job right there because you know, you, you, you can draw great, but you still got to do your job, even though you're right. Yeah. So, uh, but it was it was good. Luke did an amazing job, uh, drilled the barrier and turning right out front, and I just I just had to catch. Definitely. I know. I was going to say, I mean, both those runs, you basically threw right on the corner, you know, first shot you got. Um, was there anything that you could critique about those runs or, you know, anything that you were just super happy with? Yeah, my, my horse, that horse I'm riding, he's, he's amazing. I, I feel like he's one of the, one of the best two horses, and it's sure been a blessing to me. And he just sets that shot up for me, you know, 98% of the time he gives me that throw. And and he's forgiving, and he's easy. And it, it's it's nice, especially rodeoing for a living, when you don't have to worry about anything but throwing your rope, literally. Mm-hmm. And that's what that horse does for me. And I'm super blessed to have him, and that's that those two runs is kind of what he does for me every time just pushes down the arena and I kind of put him where I want and then when he turns in it's I just got to focus on catching yeah no, that's what it's not like that 
Yeah, and I mean, I was about to just ask you about that horse, too, um, before you even brought him up. Um, he's super cool. I love watching videos of that horse work. Um, kind of, what's his name and age? Kind of, you know, where where did he come from? How did you come across he, him? His, his name's Garfield. Uh, he is a 10-year-old uh, gelding that I bought from Caleb Driggers. Uh, Caleb Driggers bought him from... Uh, I can't remember who had him before. Uh, Madison Baumgartner had that horse, I think, before Caleb. Okay. And uh, Caleb was going to kill and had some jackpots that winter, so he ended up buying that horse. Well, after the winter was kind of getting over, he was, you know, he wasn't going to be healing much anymore, so I just told him, I said, Caleb, I'd have to test that horse if, uh, when you decide to sell him. When he decided to sell him, he called me and helped me out. Big thanks to Caleb for for giving me that horse because, uh, like I said, that horse is everything I have. I think is because of because of that horse. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, obviously, rode him since you... 2019, my first time I made the finals, and rode him every year since. Yeah, so. yeah, you guys are a phenomenal team. I I do really enjoy watching you on that horse. Well, thank you. You're Appreciate welcome. <laughs> Um, you know, and let's talk about more on horsepower. What uh, what about that Gray Luke's on? What do you kind of like about that horse? That horse is really nice. He, he scores good, runs really hard, and the best part about that horse is how he handles uh, the steer. Uh, he doesn't he doesn't ever drop and duck. He he might widen, mm-hmm. and you know which helps Luke Luke head the head the horns. But even though he's widening, he he, he never drops the shoulder and ducks and messes the steers up. The steers always handle like it feels like you're at a jackpot, even though you're being four. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where that horse is incredible is how he sets up the run and how he handles steers. And he does a, a great job of that. Gotcha. Yeah, definitely. I know that horse. Uh, that's basically like kind of what I was even picturing just watching those runs. He does kind of leave there kind of wide, but it doesn't ever take away your shot. No, never. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, we never got to talk about it, but, you know, when you and Luke started together, let's kind of talk about your guys' partnership and, um, you know, when when runs aren't going good, are you guys staying positive? How How is your guys' partnership? Oh, absolutely. Luke's, Luke's been a great partner. He's, uh, he's a very, very hardworking header. I don't think there's anybody or any header in the PSA that can outwork that guy as far as practice and, and and trying to get better every day, and I, I like being around that. And yeah, he, he's not a down, a down type of guy. He's always, you know, real positive. Even when things are going good, if I miss a couple or if he misses a couple, he's you never dread getting back to the trailer. You know, it's it's always looking on to the next one. You're never really, you know, down about what's happening. And which, just like most veterans they know how to win and there's a reason for it it's mainly because of the attitude and how hard they work so Luke's Luke's awesome to work with yeah definitely and you know is there anything you guys work on as a whole as a team like on your run uh we we've just been mainly working on you know we haven't been roping for very long so Mm -hmm. just finding uh you know most time we practice we're just trying to make our run muscle memory you know I Luke wants to wants to go at him, and I, and I want to get to a good spot out where I have to get throw every time. And just trying to make muscle memory to where we get in a groove, 
and uh, just just basically get more reps together, as many reps as we can. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, I, we got to talk about it. This podcast is brought to you by Roping.com, and you just so happen to be a coach for Roping.com. Um <laughs> Kind of, you know, tell me about what you're, what you've been doing with Roping.com. Yeah, Roping.com, it's been great. Uh, I like how people can, you know, tell, tell us, each person tells us their side of the story and each person gets to tell us, you know, what they feel like they're struggling with and can critique every time and they can send videos and uh, that's, that's pretty, pretty cool to me to get to do that instead of, instead of us, the, the pros just talking and. To a mass mm-hmm. uh, mass group of people and hoping they can take whatever they need from it. We get to work with each and every individual person, critique each person's strengths and weaknesses, and it's that's the most valuable part to me. I think of where people can capitalize on getting better by doing that. Yeah, definitely. I know I've uh, I tested out you know the Power Ropers uh, Facebook group myself and posted some runs, and I got. Uh, I think it was Jake to respond to me, and that was that was helpful. So I think yeah. people need to take advantage of it. <laughs> and it's also cool that you know people get to talk to Cleo Brian Cooper and Jake Barnes, you know, legends that are amazing at what they do and getting advice from the best. I think that's where it's uh, really valuable. Yeah, definitely. And you know, what else do you do? You do uh, right now. You're doing those. Facebook lives, correct? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So kind of Facebook what... lives, posting, you know, just talking about, you know, anything that might, you know, we're working on right now, or things that we think we, uh, something that's heavy on our mind that we think we need to, you know, tell some people, and also posting videos or runs that we're making, and letting letting people see what we're uh, doing out here and how we're going about things. Yeah, definitely. No, it's definitely something. I think I think people should subscribe to it. So <laughs> yes, ma'am. I, I, I think it's a great learning tool. Gotcha. Well, is there anything in your own roping that you know people would love to hear what you're personally working on? Um, maybe people that aren't subscribed to roping.com, but they can hear from you right now. What's something you're you're personally working on? I'm just trying to work on every day, trying to be. As, uh, as as much of a focused, consistent healer as I can be, I'm trying to get uh, to where I feel like I can throw the biggest, prettiest loop every time, and no matter what the steer does, I can put myself in a good spot and just try to get to where I can be as consistent and as high performance as I can be by focusing and, and doing everything right every time. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, Hunter, I am not going to hold you too much longer. Uh, Thank you for being on this podcast with me today. Well, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you all for listening to this episode of The Short Score with Hunter Cook. And don't forget to subscribe to Roping.com. Also, leave us a rating and review on The Score Podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts at.